0: Life is full of events that leave you stiff, sore, tight. Think of the feeling you get after a good stretch. Looser, lighter, maybe even happier. Let's lengthen our perspective in life and celebrate our accomplishments together. The Buffer Stretch Podcast isn't just all about fitness. It's about actual people who are bettering their lives and our collective community. It's about coming together and getting inspired in your own life. It's for people who want to stretch their mind, body, and soul by tapping into their own potential and self worth. And really cool down after the episode with a brief meditation that ties together the theme. Just a reminder butt first stretch. Hello, welcome back to Butt First Stretch. If it's your first time joining me, I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jennifer McCracken. Before we dive into this episode, I just want to pause for a moment and say that I feel the need to address what is happening in our nation this month, specifically the attack on the Capitol, but I'm working on being mindful on how to approach it. It, is, it has to come from an authentic place to me and a place that doesn't just focus on my feelings and experience, but particularly viewpoints of biopic. I do believe that if we keep our minds and hearts open, we can cultivate an America that we can be proud of. Please consider taking a community care yoga practice for peace class on Sunday, January 17th at 4.30 p.m. It's free. Just go to ouryogahome.com to sign up. That's R-Yoga-Home. our yoga home. O-U-R. And the class will be taught by the owner, Carrie Hanlon. So it's definitely going to be a special um, practice that I suggest anyone would be able to take. So please sign up for it and take care of yourself too. I'll put the link in the bio for anyone who might be interested in signing up. A few things I want to share before we dive in. I'm going to be using FitFam Conchi on Facebook and Instagram to promote family events specifically in the area, but many can be accessed from all over now because of the technology we have. If you haven't followed FitFamConchi yet, I do post some of the things we do with kids. Um, you know, it kind of keeps the boredom away, but I just love to share different events that can get the kids moving, thinking, and even reflecting in a safe way today. So I have a special guest joining me to discuss running and more. Meredith Minnick is a runner, RRCA certified running coach, and run lead with Lifetime Athletic in Fort Washington. Meredith lives in Plymouth Meeting with her husband Nick and her two beautiful daughters, seven, age seven, and three. She is celebrating her 10-year anniversary with Fiori Design, which is a boutique graphic design studio. She has worked part-time since the birth of her second child. She does account management and handles social media for the company. Meredith graduated from LaSalle University with a degree in marketing. Meredith has been running since 2012. She has completed one marathon and can't wait to train for the next one, whenever that may be, and 11 half marathons. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. The first portion of the podcast is the warm-up introducing our guest. Hi, Meredith. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background? Where
1: are you from? And how did you get into running? So, I'm local to Philly my whole entire life. I grew up in Montgomery County in Skip Back. um, And I went to local high school. I went to LaSalle University. um, And so, I just stayed in the area my entire life. I got into running. I actually used to be a, you know, I never, you know, I ran, I think I ran track in, in middle school and not very well and would hide in the bathroom when they made us do mile warm-ups. So I wasn't a big runner growing up. I actually used to be a competitive figure skater, and I loved that. Um, That's so cool. And then after college, and um, actually it was after I got married as well, I felt like I needed a goal and needed something to do. So um, I was like, I'll run a 5K as like a New Year's resolution. So I trained for a 5K, and I did – St. Paddy's Day run that's um a race in Havertown that I think still happens every year. And um I it was like St. Paddy's Day weekend and I, you know, I finished the race and I felt so good because then it was like party day because it was St. Patrick's (laughs) Day in (laughs) Havertown. So um I went out and like, you know, had a had a beer afterwards and I was like, that is the best beer I've ever had in my entire life. (laughs) So it kind of got me hooked. I was like, that was really I felt so accomplished. So that's what kind of got me, got me hooked. is like a New Year's resolution.
0: Oh, that's so fun! That's awesome. And <laughs> well, I guess you kind of answered it, but what's been the most rewarding part of your job, like running, etc.? Mm-hmm.
1: So, I think what's really the most rewarding part is, um, and actually, I read this quote earlier this this week was it's an Oprah Win- Winfrey quote, quote that she says that running is the greatest metaphor for life because you get out of out of it what you put into it and I just think that's so true like I'm you know not an Olympic runner like I'm not like an elite runner but I still have that same sense of satisfaction that someone who runs a sub you know three-hour marathon would get when I finish my race and have a really good race and that's kind of what I think is most rewarding is that like the personal satisfaction
0: I love that and what what is the most challenging part for you
1: I think the most challenging part for me is, um, you know, I've been pretty lucky with injuries. I haven't gotten any serious injuries, but I have had, like, a calf strain, um, and then, like, I couldn't run for, like, three or four weeks, like, before Broad Street one year, and that was really hard because I was, like, so, like, well-trained, and I thought I could have a really, you know, big PR, and then, you know, I got hurt, and it wasn't what I had It wasn't the race I had thought I was going to have. So any kind of injury is challenging. And also juggling your kids' activities, your husband, you know, just stuff you have to do around, like, your everyday life. um, That also gets hard, too.
0: It is, and I love how you post how it is. Like, (laughs) you'll be like, that win today. And I'm like, yeah, I felt that today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially, you know, now, like – not having access to, our, you know, like a treadmill at home, and I'm not going to the gym right now, so it's, like, you kind of got to deal with it, mm-hmm. like, whatever weather comes your way, if you know it's going to swarm later, you better not sleep through your alarm, right, like, because you're going to not be able to get your run in.
0: It's so funny. I, I feel like I've had that conversation of, like, we should get a treadmill, but I'd rather handle the weather, whether it's windy or maybe a little bit drizzling and just do it outside, then I know there's a purpose for the treadmill, like, especially with speed. I I like Mm -hmm. that, like the short bursts, but I can't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've been really, um, that's one thing that I've kind of been proud of myself this past year is I used to rely on the treadmill a lot and, um, you know, not having access to one right now. Like, I would only do speed work on the treadmill. And now it's like, well, I can go to the track, and um, now I'm not as intimidated by that anymore. Or I've kind of figured out routes around my neighborhood that I'm like, okay, this isn't super hilly. Like, I could, you know, get my workout done here and not make it extra hard on myself. So that's been, you know, something that I've learned over the past year. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's dive into the workout portion Tell
0: us a little bit about why you like
1: to work with other runners. So I've been um, kind of fortunate to be able to do that Um, even before I became a a run coach, a certified RRCA run coach um, with my work with Lifetime. um, They have a run club at the Fort Washington location. And it's been so fun to meet other runners and, um, you know, Encourage people to come out that might not think that they can run with other people because they're they feel like maybe they're too slow or they're older than the other people coming out to run, and it's been nice to encourage and and encourage people to make running part of their you know lifestyle. So it's been it's been fun to you know encourage people to meet their goals and to um, encourage people to get into running. And it's kind of, you know, it's like a lifelong sport. So even if you didn't like, like me, I didn't really run as much growing up, you can start running in your forties or your fifties. It doesn't matter your age. So that's been a fun thing for me.
0: Yeah, that's, it's so fun. I agree with that completely. So besides working at lifetime, how do you plan on using your coaching certifications?
1: So I, you know, it's, you know, pretty new. I got it. I, I took the course in October and um, they kind of had us talk about, you know, like think of a business plan and who would you, who would you target? And I think that I would like to target women, moms in particular, that um, maybe they've already run a 5K, maybe they've thought about running a 5K and they're not quite there yet, but take like helping those women like that have caught the running bug, take their running to the next level to whatever that means for them. If that means improving their mile time um, or running, going from a 5K to a 10K, a 10K to a half marathon, um, you know, people who are, you know, really interested in doing something for themselves, that would bring them a sense of joy.
0: I love that. I think it's so important for especially moms, women, to find something that is joy besides their kids like their kids are going to be joyful but they need Mm -hmm. that like inner inner goal too
1: right exactly like I love my kids obviously but I'm a much better mom after I've worked out (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) so um so that's kind of who I'm thinking of targeting I'd love to work with anybody um that would be interested in um you know setting a new goal for themselves, but I think that that's a, that would be a fun demographic for me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Now, how has the pandemic shaped the way you run workout? We kind of talked about it with the treadmill situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so that's been interesting. Um, It's, it's helped in a lot of, you know, there's unexpected silver linings, Uh, you know, it's kind of a weird thing to say about a pandemic. I totally get it. It's been hard for so many people. And, um, but when it comes to running, I was, I was scared at first being like, Oh, how am I going to get like my runs in? And I really haven't, um, had to miss much because of weather. I've been, we've been pretty fortunate. I've actually, I've actually, you know, running all, all summer long in that heat and humidity we had made me a stronger runner. Whereas in years past, I would have been like, Oh, it's you know way too hot for me to run outside today. So I'm going to go on the treadmill. I just learned that you need to really pay attention to your body when it's hot and humid out. And that means maybe you don't go as far or maybe you don't go as fast. Um, But I was proud of myself for like chugging along every month over the summer with 100 plus mile months um, all summer long in that heat. Um, The other thing that's kind of that the pandemic situation has made it a little bit easier is my husband works in the city, but he's been working from home. So, um, since the pandemic started, like he doesn't get up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning and leave to get into the city and he is home at five o'clock, you know, (laughs) like he's not home at seven o'clock at night. So it made it a little bit easier to get my workouts in that way.
0: Yeah. There is that special, I think like the time is, is better. It's a little better time management sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's it's like kind of a little bit better like learn, like life work balance. You know, we've all we all have lunch together every day and you know, at dinner. So, like that was a rarity before. Right. Right.
0: So, if you're someone who wants to get faster, what advice would you give them?
1: I would tell them that they still need to take about 80% of their weekly mileage easy easy and that's something that I need to really work on myself um on my easy days it's hard to go slow uh but it's so important if you want to get faster and then the work the days that you have a speed workout go hard on your speed workout like you know your best effort of the week but that should only be one or two days a week and the rest of your runs should be really easy so you don't burn out you don't hurt yourself and um and I think that's like a proven way to get to get faster.
0: It's so funny. It's not like running fast every time that's gonna make you faster. It's the biggest misconception I think people have about getting faster and speed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I and again, like, that's something that I have to consciously think about every every time I go out for a run, that's just supposed to be an easy run. It's like, oh, this is like This is not, it's so fun to go fast, but you can't do it every time.
0: Right. And that, and that's probably why you've avoided some pretty serious injuries because you do your best to slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: like, well, you know, like there are days I'm like, maybe I'll go over this really hilly neighborhood. So I don't feel like I need to push myself up this hill. That's, that's great
0: advice. Yeah. (laughs) So what is your favorite race?
1: My favorite race is probably, like, I, I want to say, like, the Philly Marathon was my favorite race. Um, I've only ran one full marathon, so I kind of also hesitated to say it's my favorite because I've only done one. But it really was just an amazing experience. And, um, and I do really love Broad Street, too. I think that was, that's the first race that I did that was a, a large race in terms of spectators and also distance. And it was so; it was such a reach goal for me um, when I signed up. That like that sense of accomplishment, crossing the finish line, was so amazing because I worked, I put in the effort, I worked hard, and and I did it. And it was just like it was such an epiphany moment that I could do long distance running.
0: And what's your favorite distance to run?
1: So I would probably say like. You know, just if I need to go out and clear my head, I would say, like, a five-mile run is, like, a great distance because I'm out of the house for, you know, 45 minutes or whatever it is. And, and I still, you know, I don't need to go lay down and take a nap right after. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to race probably the half marathon, I've run 11 or 12. And um, it's the distance that I haven't quite mastered yet. Um, that I feel like I, I feel like I can run a faster time than I've that I have in the past, and um, so that's something that I'm going to be working on. Hopefully, when races come back, to finally meet my goal there.
0: I love that. I feel like the half your, the half marathon is also fun to train for for that same reason. It's not it's not like oh I ran twenty miles today. I need to kind of take it easy, but I also have two kids and all these right. things to do.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, my kids love. Marathon training mom, because I come home and I'm like, let's watch a movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's awesome. And you have set a goal for your mat for your next marathon, right? What's your, yeah. what's your goal for that marathon?
1: I'm hoping to finish right around four hours. If I could get a three in front of that, even if it's three fifty nine fifty nine, mm-hmm. that would be so amazing. Um, you know, it just, I think that's a a reach goal, but I also think it's an attainable goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm so excited for races to come back so we can see those numbers in action a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Like I, I thought I always, I used to race a lot. I used to race like once, once a month. Um, and then last year I was like, I really should stop doing that. Like, I think I would like, reach my goals faster if I concentrated on a specific goal rather than just signing up for a race. And I did that because I thought signing up for races every month would keep me running, like, and hold me accountable. But what has happened with the pandemic is I realized I don't need a race Mm. to be held accountable. I can set goals for myself and still be, you know, um, I can still be accountable to myself Mm -hmm. and I don't need, like, an outside thing but races are super fun and i'd love to do it again (laughs) my husband and i were talking
0: too like we also kind of don't want to do races until it's an actual after race experience right like we don't want to like rush to our cars afterwards like we want to sit chat eat the food, drink a beer, like, we don't, I don't know, maybe that's, like, selfish of us, but.
1: No, it's it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not, I think, you know, that's the other thing, like, these big races is the spectators, like, make it Mm -hmm. so much of an amazing experience, and who knows when that's going to happen again, you know. know, when you have a big group of people, like, I selfishly would go out and do a race right now that was just no spectators allowed, you know, like a staggered start, something like that, that I feel safe, I would feel like safe for doing something like that now. Um, but, it, you know, it won't be the same, I think, for a while, which is unfortunate. But hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. And maybe it'll be, you know, back to what we remember sooner than later.
0: Now, do you have any races like that scheduled on your calendar?
1: I have a four miler coming up in March. It's um, a local race put on by Run Bucks. It's called the Grilled Cheese and tomato soup run. And, um, the race director has put on, like, I believe one other or two other races since the pandemic and has done so safely using like the staggered start method and limiting the field size. So I feel, you know, comfortable doing that, um, in a couple months and hope, so hopefully it
0: happens. Yes. Um, what suggestions do you have for beginners, someone
1: who wants to get started in running? I would say number one is get fitted for good running shoes at a local run specialty store. Um, for the local people around here, I think that Bryn Maw running company, Philly runner, North Wales running company, they're all great. Um, I think that's so important because you could be saying your knees hurt or something else hurts and it's because you're not wearing properly fitted shoes. Um, so that would be, that's always my number one suggestion. And then number two would be to set an attainable goal. So, you know, maybe don't say you're going to beat, you know, Usain Bolt in a, you know, (laughs) 500-meter race or whatever, but something that's like, like I did, like, just finish a 5K and don't put time goals to things. Just finish. Or don't put mileage goals to things. Say, I'm going to go run for 20 minutes straight. So it doesn't matter if you do a mile in 20 minutes, or you do, you know, two and a half miles in 20 minutes, just attainable goals that you can chip away at, and then also feel accomplished when you finish them. And then, you know, take a look back, and maybe set a new one.
0: No, that's awesome. What's the hardest part for people when they decide they want to get into a regular routine?
1: Um, I think, you know, for a lot of people, it's, Setting aside the time, and if you're starting out and your goal is to run a 5K, you only really need to run like three days a week, you know. And you could you could start out slow and doing it by minutes. Like, do you have 30 minutes to devote to this today, Um, or you know, 90 minutes throughout the week? And um, blocking out the time on your calendar and making that commitment to yourself, I think, is you know something that it can be hard for people.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And how about your daughters? Are they, are they involved in running athletics? What do you think about kids getting involved in running and athletics?
1: I love it. I, my young, my oldest daughter, when she was a bit younger, did the healthy kids running series and they have um, locations, I think nationwide. um, And that was super fun. She loved doing that. Um, she does more organized sports right now, like softball and soccer. Um, and then my youngest, who's three, um, I would love to get her doing something like healthy kids or something similar. And um, I actually um, am going to volunteer for Girls on the Run this year, this spring. I'm excited about that. Um, my oldest is still too young for that, uh, but I think next year she'll be able to participate. So I'll 100% be signing her up for Girls on the Run.
0: That's a great organization. It's
1: it's super
0: good, I think, for girls to get involved in that.
1: Yeah, I I think that their program sounds awesome. Um, I know so many of my friends' uh, daughters who have participated and have great things to say about it. So I'm really excited to be involved.
0: That's awesome. So how can people get in touch with you? What are your social media handles?
1: Um, I'm on Instagram as Mere Runs a Marathon, M-E-R-E Runs a Marathon. Um, that's probably, like, what I'm uh, – that's devoted to running. I'm also on um, Facebook, and, um, you know, if people wanted to reach out to me over email, I'd be happy to chat as well. Um, and my email is Meredith.minic at gmail.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to see what this year brings with your – hopeful business and getting other people running that's awesome
1: well thank you so much I was so I was so happy that you reached out I was like this is very exciting I've never done anything like this before so it was definitely uh, an honor
0: so I'm really excited to hear my three wrap-up questions with you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what are some stretches you're doing in your own life
1: so this is kind I'm gonna say this is a stretch. I take a nap every day. 20 minutes, that's all I need. And I feel like, I I tell this to people all the time. I'm like, even if you don't fall asleep, if you just lie down and take 20 minutes to meditate or just be quiet, like, it does wonders for my mental mental health and my mental, that's my mental stretch, is my 20-minute nap. Oh,
0: my gosh, I love that. That's a great idea. Because
1: if you do fall asleep, you're not groggy when you wake up, right? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And I set an alarm on my phone so I know exactly how much time has passed. Cuz if I go any longer than 20 minutes, like that I then me personally, it's it does make me a little groggy and but <laughs> 20 minutes seems to be a good time. That's awesome. So what is something you are enjoying doing in your life for <laughs> you? Um I really enjoy cooking new recipes. That's something that I've done a lot more of. During this time frame, um, so I've you know it's been fun to like research and plan out meal plans for the whole week, which is something that I haven't done in the past.
0: Oh, that, I love that. That's great. <laughs> and what is something you can't stop talking
1: about? Um, my husband and I just finished watching Bridgerton on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is so it was so good. Like we haven't been in into like into a series um, together like you know, well, this is a little bit more for me. He, he liked it. He, he did, but, <laughs> um, it was just like, I haven't been sucked into a show for a while and, um, I thought it was just beautifully done. I loved all of the costumes and the music and, um, I loved it. So now I'm really excited for season two. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much, Meredith. It's been so great catching up with you. Well, thank you so much for having me again. I was I was so happy to be asked. It was so so awesome. It was great to uh, to catch up with you as well.
0: It was so great to catch up and chat with Meredith. She's really a great person to follow. Mare runs a marathon. I just love everything that she puts up. And I'm really excited for this meditation. It's one of my favorites. And I think that... It can resonate with a lot of people today so let's start to cool down and come to a comfortable seat so this could be sitting cross-legged on a chair on the couch could be sitting on the floor if it is more comfortable for you you can bring your back to against a wall maybe lay down And just take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. Slowly start to close the eyes or lower the gaze down. Meredith mentioned an Oprah Winfrey quote today. Running is the greatest metaphor of life. Because you get out of it what you put into it. Putting running aside, you get what you put into life. And take a breath in. And a deep breath out. Think of something that you want for yourself. Something that will bring you happiness. Joy. Picture your life with whatever it is. Notice how you feel. When you are happy, others around you will be happy too. Whatever weather comes your way, you can handle it. Think of something you want for someone you care about. Send them that well wish right now. Think of something you want for the community, for the world. Send that out into the whole world. And take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And when you're ready, gently start to blink open the eyes. you so much for joining me on this episode of butt first stretch have a great day